Well, this is Theron, and welcome to another episode of Michigan Hidden History. This week, we will be talking about the Academy of Sacred Heart in Bluefield Township, Michigan. Also, Pontiac War, who Pontiac was, all those good stuff, uh, and, and how it ties in into the Academy of Sacred Heart. Um, before we start, two things. First thing is always do not forget to rate and re- rate the podcast on Spotify and rate and review the show on Apple. Um, I'll be reading the reviews on Apple. The second thing is month of March has been really busy for me at the school um, because we've been doing marching to reading stuff. So that's been taking up my weekends, my weekdays. I'm spending until 7 o'clock there doing... Um, doing all the stuff that I need to prepare for all that stuff. So that's why March has not been, that's why there hasn't been enough, any episodes coming out in March. So from April onwards, I think that I think we're good with the episodes and they're going to be uh, released regularly on a weekly basis. Every Monday there's going to be a new episode. So let's learn some history. The Academy of Sacred Heart, or the ASH, is a Roman Catholic school. It is the oldest private school in the state of Michigan, being founded in 1851 by St. Madeline Sophia Barat in Detroit. In 1821, 30 years before the founding of ASH, um, Father Gabriel Richard, a French missionary in Detroit, visited... uh, Mother Rose Philippines in Missouri and asked if she could establish a group in Detroit. Sadly, his request was denied. So, and then, and, and then a family and Tony Bubon's family, who was a French settler who lived in present day Jefferson Road and Bubon Road, and he asked the he asked the church in in New York to set up a a Academy of Sacred Heart, and they eventually listened to him. But interesting fact about Antoni Antoni Bubon is that during Pontiac's War, which happened in 1763, his house was the headquarters for Pontiac. So for those that don't know who Pontiac's War is or who Pontiac was, it's okay because we're going to go through that history down below, which I think is really cool. So Pontiac was an Ottawa Native American chief that enabled him to become the leader of the of a confederacy of the Ottawas, Potawatomis, and the Ojibwa. These were tribes at the time that occupied the southwest region of what we call right now Metro Detroit area. Um, um, Detroit. These are the tribes that that occupied the area. So I want you to imagine it is 1760 and you're a Native American part of this confederacy. You meet a major who is a British colonel. And his name is Robert Rogers. And he's on the way to occupy a French fort called Michelin Mackinac. 
or present-day St. Ignace, Michigan. Because France and the United Kingdom were at war, and that war was called the French and Indian War, which is part of a bigger war called the Seven Years' War. Um, so the Native Americans had to align themselves um, um, either with the French people or the people from the British or the United Kingdom. So they had to align with with those those um with the two nations and if they won they would get their land back. If France won they would get the land back and the United Kingdom would take their land. That's what they were fighting for. So Pontiac is aligned for is aligned with the French and let the British troops pass without a single shot. Um, on the condition that he would be treated with respect if the British won. He comes to realize that he was betrayed by the Major and that the natives were no longer welcome in the Fort of Mishlam Mackinac. Um, and all their hunting grounds would be gone by aggressive settlers who wanted to settle and build on native land. So Chief Pontiac was rightly mad at the British people. And so in 1762, Pontiac told every native Native American tribe from Lake Superior to lower to the lower Mississippi to attack the nearest fort and then wipe out the undefended the undefended settlements in the area. So basically what, what happened in Roanoke in 1587. So if you don't know what, what happened in Roanoke, we're going to take a quick sidebar and talk about that for about a few seconds and then get back to Chief Pontiac and his war. So Roanoke was an attempt by the British to settle in the Virginia colony. But every time... They did. They did send settlers. Something would happen, and the person would have to go to England again. And when the person would come back, there would be no. The settlers would be gone, and no one knows to this day where the settlers went. So that is a quick sidebar on what Roanoke was in 1587. So basically what what Chief Pontiac is, is telling his um, Native American tribes to do is wipe out any existence of the settlements um, between Lake Superior in Michigan and the lower Mississippi. So basically everything um, east of the Mississippi is going to be cut off. So... Getting back to Chief Pontiac and his war, um, the British called Pontiac's plan the Pontiac Conspiracy. The chief took the bold action and decided to attack the fort of Detroit. He was planning a surprise attack on the fort, but it was thwarted because he had to it was thwarted because one of his men couldn't keep his mouth shut and blab to the British. So basically he snitched on his commander to the British about what he's doing and he had to go in early. 
Um, so because he he had to go early, he took the Ford, but he didn't get any reinforcements. So it's so the natives were starving and were hungry and had no way to um to to get out of to basically reinforce what they did. So October thirtieth, um, Pontiac withdrew, and his larger plan was successful. The Confederation attacked twelve forts. All but four were taken. At the eight forts, the natives did attack the British. Weapon stash stashes were wiped out. All reinforcements were wiped out, and the settlements were destroyed. So we're going to get to the end of the uh, end of the Pontiac War and how it ended and how it affects the American settlements um, in the future. So to end the British, to end the war with the British, uh, the British pon- promised Pontiac or the Confederacy that they wouldn't go past the Appalachian Mountains. So this caused the British Parliament to pass the Proclamation of 1764, which was the first of many that would come to angered the colonists that were settling within the the 13 colonies um, to revolt and to start the American Revolutionary War. The chief's success led him to believe that he was was leading a larger confederation of Native American tribes, but because of his absolute rule, um, and four years after the peace of his negotiation with the British, he was pushed out as the leader uh, of the natives and was without a home. Well, a year later, he was murdered by the nephew of the Peoria chief of the Illinois Confederation around uh, Cahokia, Illinois. So getting back to our main topic, the Sacred Heart, the Academy of Sacred Heart. The religious school opened a school on Jefferson Avenue in June of 1851. It started with 10 students and three orphans. From 1851 to 1861, so 10 years, the school moved to three different locations on Jefferson Avenue. In 1861, they put a school down and it was open for 57 years. The school was located on Lawrence Avenue from 1918 to 1958. So the school moved around most of the the time. The Sacred Heart also operated a boarding school in Gross Point Farms from 1885 to 1969. And finally, in 1958, the school moved from Detroit to Bloomfield Hills or Bloomfield Township where it is today. I hope you enjoyed this episode on Pontiac, Pontiac's War and about the Academy of the Sacred Heart. You can listen to this wherever podcasts are found. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MI Hidden History. Do not forget to rate and review the show on Apple and rate the show on, on Spotify. And this week's quote is, I like people who get excited about the change of seasons, the sound of the ocean, Watching the sunset, the smell of rain, and starry nights by Brooke Captain. 
See you next week and let's make Michigan history great. Thank you.